As I met with our homebound needs last, this last month, we looked at two hands. So we've all, I think all of us have two hands, and if not, then we have to just use the one hand to look at our two hands. And what we did was we looked at all of our losses because, you know, when we, we all do this, not just homebound, but everybody or those in the nursing homes, everybody, we, we're, we seem to always complain about little things or this and that. Uh, or we share with each other some of our sufferings, some of our disappointments, our hurts and aches and our loneliness or griefs or there's so many different things. But I reminded them also, as I remind you, we also have the other hand also. And with this hand, let this hand remind us to use this hand and count our blessings. We have so many blessings. We have God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We have Mary. We have the church. We have, have each other, especially our spouses, our families, but our friends, our relatives. We have each other in our lives. One of the greatest gifts that we have. And then there's other gifts that we have been given, all of creation. And, and then we get into all the material gifts. And we don't want to definitely forget all the spiritual gifts that we have been given by the Holy Spirit and by God and through Jesus. To all our blessings and even our losses, we say, thanks be to God. Our thank you means a lot. Today, we are called to be a grateful people, to put thank yous into action as we give glory and praise and honor to God. From the gospel acclamation today, we heard, sung, in all circumstances, give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Jesus Christ. In the gospel today, we heard the story, the familiar story of the ten lepers, and Jesus cures them, and they go, as they, they go out, and they're cured, and only one returns to say thank you. So today I'm going to spend looking into the first reading from 2 Kings today. It's a very powerful reading. It shows very much to us how we live, how our lives are intertwined, how messy we are as a people, and the games that people play, and the effect that our lives has on the lives of other people. And the thank you the gratuities that's involved. So in order to do that, I'm going to, before I, I, I will read that passage again, but before I do, I want to give you just a little information up to that passage so that it can bring all of this out and make a lot of sense to each and every one of us. So the main character is Naaman in this passage. He had leprosy. He was the army commander for the king of Aram. It's one of the country areas, the Armenians. And Naaman was highly esteemed and respected by his king. The kings don't all get along together. Some are even at war with each other in those days. That's time of kings, as we read Second Kings. The Aramaeans captured a little girl from Israel. And this is an important little little thought here. This little girl from Israel was captured, that's the other country, and they became 
through providence, I guess, they became Naaman's wife's slave girl or servant girl. So this little girl told Naaman's wife, whom she trusted very much and liked, here's what she said to her. If only my master, and her master would be Naaman, would present himself to the prophet in Samaria, he would be cured of his leprosy. What an act of kindness that little slave girl brought to her servant and to her servant's husband. So Naaman sought permission from his king to visit the king of Israel, and permission was granted, and the king sent a letter with him to give to the the king of Israel. So the king of Israel read the letter, and upon reading the letter, he upon reading the letter to cure his servant, he tore his garments and he exclaimed that, am I a God with power over life and death that this Aram king should send someone to me to be cured of leprosy? Take note, you can see he is only looking for a quarrel with me. The games people play the bypassing of what God really wants to happen. Nevertheless, when the prophet Elijah heard this, the other main character in the story, that will be the passage of today, he asked the king, why did you tear your your garment? The king tore his garment when he was upset about this letter. So after hearing this, this story, Elijah heard about it, and the prophet said, Let Naaman Naaman come to me and find out there is a prophet in Israel. So he did. So Naaman visited Elisha, the prophet. He hesitated. He doubted after he heard Elisha what he was to do. Elisha told him to go into the Jordan and dip himself seven times. But he hesitated. He doubted and wasn't sure. And after a while of coaxing by his friends, so his friends enter into the whole action as well, this whole series of events that brings this about for this one man. So after coaxing him, he reluctantly went to the muddy Jordan River. He wanted to go into the rivers and streams and the beautiful springs that were clean and crystal clear. And, and Elijah wanted him to go to the muddy Jordan River. That's what he did, though. He went to the more, the, that river and plunged himself seven times, and he was clean. So what we do with our actions has a tremendous effect on other people. And it is through our actions that we offer them up to God as we give him glory and praise to him. It becomes part of our daily routine, giving our actions, living our actions, and giving them to God. So that brings us to, then, the, the passage of Kings that we heard today. Naaman went down and plunged into the Jordan seven times at the word of Elisha, the man of God. 
His flesh became again like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean of his leprosy. Naaman returned with the whole retinue to the man of God. On his arrival, he stood before Elisha and said, Now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. Please accept a gift from your servant. Well, he had brought silver, gold, and garments to give to the king, who didn't do anything, so he was going to give it to Elisha the prophet. And despite Naaman's urging, he still refused. He said, uh, he, um, Elisha turned him down for the, for the uh, thanks. He didn't want to receive that silver and gold. So Naaman's urging, he still refused. So Naaman said, if you will not accept, please let me, your servant, have. So now he wanted something. Now Naaman wanted something. Please allow your servant to have two mule loads of earth, for I will no longer offer holocaust or sacrifice for any other god except to the Lord. And that ends the parry. The, that ends that message. So, really puzzled me. Why would he want, or why would he ask after he was refused a thank you? Why would he? Ask for two mules of earth. What does that mean? That's what caused me to dig a little deeper. What does that mean? What it means is that was the grand thank you that Naaman gave to Elisha the prophet. A thank you. The thank you was that he found who this God was, who the true God is, and he, the true God of Israel. And he wanted two loads of dirt to take home to his home, his country home, and place it on the ground and build an altar on it to offer a thanks to God. So there is much hidden there, but we are all called to be a thankful people. Today, here in this place, we are called to the Eucharist the Eucharist banquet, a place where we all gather together. We tell stories, we listen to the word, we, we try to make sense out of it, we give praise and glory and honor to God through the sacrifice of the Mass. We also bring our sacrifices to join in with the sacrifice of making the bread and making the wine and bringing that forward, the work of human hands, which is changed into the body and blood of Christ. It all fits in together. It's a tremendous cycle that takes place in our lives. So we believe and we celebrate and we live and we pray and we say thanks be to God. We do celebrate this Eucharist. Eucharist in Greek means thanksgiving. We celebrate the Eucharist banquet. We are so thankful and we give him praise and honor and glory. And we remember Christ, our teacher and preacher our priest, prophet, and king, who suffered for each one of us, who gave his life for us, to give us life because of his love for us, and he shows us how to love, and our tremendous action should be following him 
loving as he showed us how to love. What a cycle of living. Going, believing, living, celebrating, praying, and then returning, coming back, back to the Eucharist, bringing it all once again in a thanksgiving as we share that thanksgiving banquet, that meal, that thanksgiving sacrifice that Jesus made for us. So in the gospel today, Jesus told the leper who returned to stand up and go, your faith has saved you. Today, here in the commissioning, the words, go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. And your, and your response will be, thanks be to God.